Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's conversation. And welcome back to another episode of the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. I am here by myself this time. I'm actually traveling and have uh, been spending some spring break time in a couple different places. I've been visiting my parents in the Portland area and uh, stepped away for a little bit for a conference that I'm at, and then uh, we'll reconnect with them for another day or so, and uh, we'll come back. We'll start it all over again. We'll start another week. So I, there are a couple of things I just wanted to share. Um, this will be probably another pretty quick episode. We'll see what uh, the rest of the week holds. I've got a niece who just came home from her mission, and we were over at uh, my brother's house, which would be my niece's parents, <laughs> their house as well. And for a family who meeting on Monday this last week, there was a, a fun conversation about prayer. And I asked her if she would be willing to be on the podcast. We have not been able to make it work, but I think we've got something set for this Saturday, which is a couple days from when I'm recording this. So next week's episode, I think we'll talk a little bit about prayer. And this is kind of continuing on the Council with the Lord idea. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers to that yet because she's got some insights that I really want to to dig into. Um, she, I think I mentioned, maybe I didn't, it's been in my head anyways. She just got back from a mission. She served in Denmark, I think. I guess I should pay attention to what's going on in my family. And just returned a week ago, a week ago today. So she's fresh off the mission and uh, super uh, aware of uh, different aspects of prayer and how things like that work. So I'm really interested in, in getting some ideas. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, I'm kind of interested in the idea of counseling with the Lord. That's uh, I've referenced a couple of times, my, one of my dad's favorite scriptures in the Book of Mormon is Alma 37, 37, which says, counsel with the Lord in all thy doings. And that is a scripture, it goes on to say, he'll direct thee for good, yea, when thou liest down at night, lay down unto the Lord, and when thou risest up, give thanks. And that's an interesting scripture to me because I think think in my first several decades of life, the way that I've approached that has been a much more involved way. Not that I did things that way, but kind of the the, the thought that I had about that was that counseling with the Lord meant asking for His opinion about everything. And I referenced a week or two ago, uh, I think, about how I have, uh, there are people that I know who ask uh, via prayer, they ask about everything. And so the thing that's that I've been thinking about today is I'm in Austin, Texas right now. When I travel, my kids know very well, I have a travel rule that we do not eat at places that we can eat at at home. So I walked by, for example, a Chick-fil-A. I am not going to eat at Chick-fil-A in Austin, Texas, because I can get Chick-fil-A at home. 
I'm going to try something new. Like there's a restaurant that I went to on uh, the first night I got here, which is called Moonshine. It was okay. They had some really good appetizers. They had a um, garlic, a roasted garlic bulb as an appetizer. Imagine that. Allison, <laughs> you would have loved it. And uh, other things that you would have expected, some deviled eggs and some uh, Brussels sprouts and, and chips and queso. But the, um, the experience, the reason that I have chosen to not eat at the same restaurant that I could eat at when I'm at home is I want new experiences. A couple of years ago, two and a half years ago, I took Edison to Europe. And I think in an upcoming episode, I may have him share some of his experiences with that. There are some, uh, some things that I thought were insightful that he, uh, that he shared with me. And there was one time we walked by a Burger King in, I can't remember if we were in Rome or if we were in Lisbon, but I told him we did not come to Europe so we could eat at Burger King. We can go down a mile from our house as a Burger King. I'm not going to eat at Burger King when I'm traveling, especially when there's such great food as you would find in France, the crepes and the the um, pastries. Uh, pastries also in Portugal and the, the Italian pizza and the... Um, we had a lasagna that was so good. Now, the interesting thing about that is it's a crapshoot a lot of times. The... Uh, one of the meals that I got in Rome, I think it was Rome, was it was very different when I saw it on the plate than when the uh, waitress, the waiter, described it. It was a seafood spaghetti. Now I'm not a super huge pasta fan, but for me, spaghetti is it's just kind of a given that it's going to have that red sauce on it. And seafood, he said there would be some clams, which I can do clams, that's fine. So I imagined this kind of a seafood. Um, paella type of sauce with my spaghetti. Well, the spaghetti came out and it was dry noodles with some clams mixed in. It was not my favorite. I won't get it again. I ate it and I, um, I didn't hate it. I just, it wasn't my thing. Um, I did have uh, another meal that was in Portugal. In fact, Edison and I went to a place called Sintra, which is a, a little castle town. Some tremendous, tremendous uh, sights there. And we found a, a restaurant that had a uh, tosta mista, which is a Portuguese, kind of a grilled cheese and ham sandwich. And Edison would eat that. He, there was not a whole lot that he wanted to eat. And I got a bitoque, which is a very common Portuguese meal. It's kind of like, uh, it's as ubiquitous, there's my college word for the day, as a burger is in the United States. I went to a Mexican restaurant with my mom the other day and they had a hamburger on the Mexican food menu. So kind of like you can go to almost any restaurant and get a burger. You can go to almost any restaurant in Portugal and get a bitoque. Bitoque is a pork steak uh, with, uh, it's been uh, cooked up. It's always has a fried egg on top. It's surrounded by uh, patata frita, which is a uh, French fries. Uh, they usually have a salad on the plate as well. And then kind of a it's not a, a gravy like we t typically would think of gravy in the in the United States, but it's um, maybe an olive oil dressing or something like that. That's uh, that's on the top. It's it's a classic Portuguese dish. Well, the interesting interesting thing with that was um, Edison was in a bad mood, so he got this uh, sandwich, the the ham and cheese grilled sandwich, and I got the bitoque, and it was the best bitoque I've ever had. It was so 
good. I don't know what the spices were. It was so great. Well, Edison decided he finally would try it. He liked it so much that he took my plate from me, and he swapped plates, so I had to eat the rest of his boring old ham and cheese sandwich. He ate the rest of my betog. The great thing about that, though, was for the rest of the week that we were in Lisbon, he knew he, we could go to any restaurant, and he would be able to find something that he liked. So here I am in Austin, and Austin is famous for, I don't know. I don't know what they're famous for. They've got some barbecue restaurants. There's a place just around the corner that is, uh, it just smells really good. They have smoked meats and, and things. And um, the, the thing that I want when I'm traveling is I want a new experience. I want to try something new. Now, I discovered today, or I, <laughs> I realized today, that there's a problem with that to a degree where I was in meetings until about 5.30, and then I um, did some socializing, which for some people that may be hard to believe, came up to my room, and then I had to decide where I was going to go to eat my dinner. There was a place that I had heard about or that I had seen somewhere online. It was a, a taco place, and so I was trying to figure out which taco place it was. And while I was looking at Yelp, I was looking for something that was close. I want something that's within a decent walk from the hotel. And I wanted something that was good. So I was sorting things by distance and by rating. And I know that uh, that's not necessarily going to capture everything. So I did some Google searches as well. Well, I found this place called, I don't know if I'm going to remember it. It's a taco place. It's, um, it'll probably come to me. But I found this, this uh, um, velvet tacos is what it is. And it looked really interesting. I, I love tacos anyways, and I had tacos for lunch, but that doesn't matter. The velvet tacos had, and I'm not going to remember all of them, but the three that I got, there is a chicken tikka taco, which was really good. There's a buffalo chicken taco, which also was really good. And then there, there was a pork Cuban taco, which was really good. Very, very different flavors, and they were all very good. Well, at the same time, as I was trying to decide what taco place or what place I wanted to go to, in the opposite direction, there was a pizza place that had some really interesting pizzas. There was a Texas brisket cheese bread that looked fantastic. It was a like you would get at a pizza place, a cheese bread, but it had um, smoked brisket and barbecue sauce. And I thought, that just sounds so delicious. They also had a, they called it a Veracruz pizza, which had pepperoni, jalapeno, and pineapple. And that was just different enough that I was really interested in trying it. Well, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't eat both. I just, I don't have the stomach capacity to eat at both places. So I had to make a decision. And as I was trying to make a decision, I just kept searching for new and different places. What else? Is there something else that I'm missing? I did, instead of the Yelp search, I did a Google Maps search, um, sorted by rating and by distance. And what, what else is there that I might be able to find? And I spent probably an hour to an hour and a half trying to find a place to eat. And the whole time, I'm starving because I hadn't had anything to eat since lunch. And I just, I found that it is interesting that this rule that I have has created a, it, it solved a problem. I, I get to try new things and I'll 
tell you also, probably one of the best finds that I've ever had while traveling was when I traveled uh, several months ago with CJ. We did a podcast episode from our uh, church history tour travels, and we found a place called Nontastic, non-N-A-A-N, Indian bread. And Nontastic had something called the non taco. The non taco was one of the best meals I've ever had. It was so amazing. And that kind of find is pretty rare, but I'm never going to find it if I'm not out trying things. The other thing is we had a couple other places that we went to, and I've been to plenty of places as I've traveled that are nothing to write home about. They're just, eh, they were, they were fine. So my dinner yesterday was a chicken sandwich. Um, it was, it was good. The chicken was moist. It was crispy. It was, it was good, but not so great that I needed to go back and, and get it again. I would go back to Velvet Tacos. I would go back to Nontastic. And there are a handful of other places that I would go back to. Uh, Sancho Sandwich, one of my absolute favorite sandwich places in the world. In Orem and Provo, if you have not been there, the, the Spicy and Thai shirt, my favorite. Uh, when, I, when I travel to Utah, that is a must stop at and must eat at. Um, but in, in the, the process of, I'll just call it solving the problem of finding new places to eat so that I, I can have new experiences and maybe find new favorites, I've created a problem that I've not consciously addressed yet. And that problem is... I spend so much time making a decision. And I'm not really sure where this conversation is going to go yet. I've got some, some thoughts and some ideas about it. And really, this is just an awareness that as I was having dinner today, I, it hit me that I spent so much time. And even as I was walking, as I was walking to the restaurant, I had my, my destination in mind. And... I also had the agreement with myself that I, if I found something on the way that sounded good, I would stop there. And there was nothing that really excited me on the way. There was a, there were a couple of steakhouses, and that just um, <laughs> one of the things that I fa- have found is if if I go to a restaurant, I want something that either I can't make myself or I want it made better than I can make myself, which is getting to be a little bit harder. And I don't know if that's a uh, an issue of the quality of some of the restaurants going down or my experience and skill going up, or maybe it's a factor of both of those. But when, when we address counseling with the Lord in all our doings, I'm not sure that part of that process is supposed to be asking for God's opinion, because I don't think He cares where I have dinner. I don't think it's important to Him whether I make certain choices. Um, but I also don't know that it's part of the requirement for me to spend so much time trying to make a decision. And I think the awareness is is um, interesting to me because now it, it gives me something to, to decide how I want to deal with. Um, I was talking to my mom the other day, and and Edison and I were going to take her out for dinner. And so then the question is, where are we going to go? So I, it was the same thing. I'm looking for something that's close and something that's highly rated. Uh, I ended up talking to my brother, got some recommendations. We went to a place that was really good, but um, that's just something 
that I've been thinking about. So counsel with the Lord, and I think part of that is, uh, as I've talked about in previous episodes, and I think I'll continue to talk about as I as I work on developing goals and establishing what I want to accomplish with specific uh, aspects of my personal development. We talked a week or two ago about uh, systematically including the Lord in in, uh, in our development, but making a decision, I think, is is an important component of that. Um, Elder Holland gave a talk that was turned into a, a short video, I think, a few years ago, where he talks about his son, he and his son uh, came to a fork in the road, and they were not completely sure what what direction they should go. Should they take the right fork or the left fork? They chose one, they prayed about it, they felt good about it, and they went a short while later, they realized they had gone down the wrong path. So he returned and went down the right path. I think that will happen many times, and I and that lesson I like because it gives us uh, the the ability to know for sure what direction is the right direction. Sometimes we'll get a strong uh, a strong affirmation: this is the right way, or. Uh, if you get that and you realize that it's the wrong way, you but you know for sure you're now on the right path. But I'm not sure that that's always going to happen. If you're trying to, and this could be, this is my opinion, this could be for a variety of things. It could be, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? It could be, where am I going to live? What job am I going to take? And I think there are times that there are people that you could bless in a variety of industries or in a variety of wards or a variety of neighborhoods or a variety of, of uh, locations. And so it may not be super critical. The, the direction may not come from heaven that this is the way you should go. And so, um, I, like I said, I don't know quite where I'm going to go with this, aside from the fact that now I have an awareness that I'm spending a lot of my time trying to make a decision. And I uh, one of the classes that I was in today, I think I'll wrap up with this, um, that just the question came up as we're spinning in indecision, trying to figure out what the right way to go is. I think a question, this is a question that came up or it was a comment that was made. Maybe we can look at how is this decision going to impact my life three months from now or three years from now? Does it matter if I go to Velvet Tacos or if I go to the um, Hoboken pizza place. Three months from now, not important. Three years from now, certainly not important. And so maybe it's worth just picking a place. What am I in the mood for? And going. Instead of taking that extra hour. There, How many things could I have accomplished? <laughs> I could have gotten this uh, episode recorded an hour ago if I hadn't done that. Um, so just a thought as we spend a little bit more time talking about... Um, about uh, counseling with the Lord, involving the Lord systematically in uh, in your development. Um, I'll just let you know also that uh, I'm going to launch a new podcast, and it's going to be a little bit more co- uh, coaching-focused. This one, uh, I think I'll uh, continue to keep focused on, on my opinions about the uh, elements of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the, the blessings that I have received from living those uh, principles. And uh, so coming soon is going to be a podcast. It's going to be called, at least at this point, Untoxic Positivity. And I hope to have that launched in the next few days. So Untoxic Positivity, if you're interested in hearing about ways that you can 
uh, make make your life just a little bit better that don't necessarily include the uh, the principles of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the, but it's because I'm a member that uh, will certainly come into play, um, at least in in the perspective that I uh, that I carry myself. Um, look, be on the lookout for that the same place you find all your podcasts on toxic positivity. In the meantime, thanks so much for listening. I've gotten some fantastic feedback, um, great ideas and suggestions. I appreciate it all, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake? <laughs>